live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Oh, people, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. Welcome back to the show. I'm going to have a beer. And I'm going to get high as fuck today because I have no responsibilities. <laughs> it's Sunday and I ain't got shit to do. I got a little, uh, I think this is the last special beer we got in the fridge. It's by New Holland Brewing Company. It is called Dragon's Milk. <laughs> 11% alcohol. Wow. Cool. Okay, cool. It's a bourbon yeah. barrel aged stout. So yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give her a shot here. New Holland Brewing Company. Don't be fooled, listeners. That was a fucking bubbler. Yep. <laughs> we. How long did you stay out last night? Uh, I stayed out probably another, uh, I would say, a half hour after you left. Yeah. I couldn't handle. Oh, yeah. There were certain people in the bar that had uh, too much to drink. They had too much to drink when we stopped there the first time. Yep. And uh, I just couldn't take it anymore. And Robert was like, yeah, I'm going to go home now. And I was like, yeah, so am I. So I think I got home at... Uh, <clears throat> It had to be a little bit before 10. Yeah. It was well, like around 9.30. Yeah, I got home at 9.30, so you guys yeah. must have been out until 10. Yeah. Uh, follow us on our socials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Live From 715 on Facebook and Instagram. And now Threads. I got us on Threads. I took What's our, Threads, if I may ask? It's like uh, Facebook's version of Twitter. Really? Like Zuckerberg put it out, and now Elon Musk is threatening to sue him because it's exactly like Twitter, oh, except really? it's connected to Instagram. It's called Threads? Yeah. He's an idiot. Huh. It looks exactly like Twitter, except with a black background. Ah, oh, trying yeah. to play the color game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The non-binary game. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, so that's on our socials, or if you want to get involved with the show, email it. Us. Fuck. Wow. I had like five puffs off this before you got here. Yeah, but still. It's starting to kick in, bud. Wow. <clears throat> Email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com. Uh, yesterday, Saturday, July 15th. 7.15. We are officially deeming it 715 day. That's right. So uh, we, we were talking about getting a gift bag because... For yesterday, anyway, but maybe we'll give it uh, till next year, and we'll have a couple giveaways between now and then, anyway. Uh, but next year we'll have uh, everything seven one five area code has to offer. So we'll throw some snack sticks in there for your bloody marys, some uh, local brew maybe, and uh, a condom from the vending machine in the bathroom of Seven Eleven. No. The, the, doesn't the bowling alley and channel yes still they have do it? yes well, okay, yep, yep, you, there it is you'll have leagues so yep. get the fucking horny, <laughs> i'm just gonna be sitting i'm gonna be goat like weed or whatever it's called i'm gonna be like one of those 18 year olds who like <laughs> make sure that nobody's gonna come through the door and it's like you put the quarters in and you want to crank it really slow <laughs> and tink, tink, tink. and you're like <laughs> well as long as i'm here i might as well get some spanish fly <laughs> yeah right the penis stretcher seems interesting <laughs> They, I don't know if you remember that they had uh, in that novelty one. It was called the cock stretcher or something like that. <clears throat> so you it didn't work it. for me. Well, no. So <laughs> what it is, literally. So I open it up and it is like a little, um, 
uh, like just a, a little stretcher, like kind of like what they would have in, let's say, Vietnam or whatever, when they were uh, putting uh, a military personnel like that got injured into a helicopter. Yeah. They had that little stretcher, and that's what it is. It's like this little stretcher, and, and supposedly you can put your cock on it. Yeah. But, I mean, it for what? I mean, it's like only like <laughs> probably like three centimeters if, long. If you, if you feel like you just need one extra inch, you might try anything. <laughs> Right. <clears throat> I tried a penis pump once. Did you, Did ever? you really? Yeah. I never have. It fucking does it work? Oh, it gives you all that you can be. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It'll give you like extra. Did you have the one where it was the pump? Well, it had like a hand pump okay. on the side, and you held the thing over your dick with the other one. But yeah, it so gave, me, it... gave you an extra inch and a half for a little while. But I suppose if you did it all the time and you didn't injure yourself, it might actually work. So. Because I was in the process to, of that happening, like so, when do you know when to stop pumping? I when mean, because, it hurt, hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> <when it> hurts. <laughs> At least for me. Because <laughs> I was watching, like, uh, when I do heavy lifting, uh, body weights. There's these couple guys that have a podcast. Uh, Mark Bell, who he uh, he had a documentary about steroids. Okay. Um, it was Mark and Mike Bell, their brothers, and they were like weightlifting champions. But they're like, yeah, the whole like, I think they made it after what's his name got busted in bicycle. Oh, uh, uh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was doing uh, whatever to keep hydrated, and his muscles wouldn't fucking give out on him. It was some sort of uh, performance enhancing drug that was banned. But then he's like, you know what? I've been around the weightlifting and steroids and done steroids myself, and my brother almost died from doing steroids. So he made a documentary. Um, I'll look it up while I'm talking about him. But he's been on Rogan several times, and he's got a uh, podcast with another dude, and they just talk about everything, like male enhancement from, you know, muscle, testosterone replacers, like uh, different vitamins and shit to take. But then they had this uh, doctor on, Kaplan joke, I think, but he's like, if you if you treat like this penis pump like a workout and do it like three times a week, he's like, you'll get results. So they both did it from the show, and they literally they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah it works, because <laughs> they that's how they wrap their mind around it okay. was to treat it like a workout. So they do it three times a week, and the one guy's like, dude, I'm not lying, I gained two and a half inches. And he's like, are you fucking kidding? He's like, I inch and a half, but. But then after they stopped using it, fucking trunk a little bit. Wow, but yeah. it was fucking hilarious listening to their, you know, because they're both meatheads and they're like, oh, I'm fucking big, strong dude. All oh, my power's in my hips anyway, you know, I'll well, get in there. And they also say, is this steroids? <laughs> like, doesn't that your... Well, that shrinks your balls. Yeah. And because your testosterone's through the roof, whenever you're not taking it, it bottoms out. So you actually start creating estrogen and you grow man tits. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's why every ex bodybuilder yeah they got saggy fucking chest because that is true i never just, even thought about well, that oh, look at all the rest look at hulk hogan now yeah you know he's got tits down to his belly button <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't really tell because his uh the, i don't even know what you could, would consider his uh skin color now oh all the tanning they did yeah and, jesus like, I, he's like it's <laughs> like it's a like a darkish brown. Yeah, well, it's a fake tan, like a right. couple of girls we went to high school with. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the podcast is called, uh, that Mark Bell does, is called Power. 
power project. So they talk to a bunch of different doctors and people in, I mean, and they talk about like psychedelic drugs and, uh, new, you know, overhyping shit. Like, uh, what was that? Everybody was doing before a pandemic. The, uh, they have fucking, it's a sport CrossFit. Oh, so yes. they're, you know, they're talking about the, you know, hype, hype workouts like back in the day you know starting with like uh richard simmons and dancing to the oldies you know they basically went through a couple times where all these uh fad exercise movements start coming through and uh i mean crossfit's still around but where's taibo you know (laughs) what was his name that did it uh the oh, the karate that Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. Yep, that was him. Yep. But the uh, documentary uh, Mark and Mike Bell did is called "Bigger, Stronger, Faster." Uh, recommend even if you're not into any of the shit we just talked about. It's an interesting fucking documentary. It's like a really good run doc. So go check that out. Um, what were we talking about before this? Oh, you asked me what time I left. Oh, yes. Well then. Maybe we should get into. <laughs> well, first off, I just want to say a big congratulations to. I mean, I know it's in the nine two zero, but congratulations to Deep Pier, the eight U baseball team. Oh, your nephew. My nephew, yeah. Uh, you just came from I the game. Just games. came from the game. You yep. Thought you were only going to go for one game, and then you're like, hey, I want to do the podcast at three. Yeah, because I got to play again. I thought the championship was the first game at ten thirty, and it turns out no. That if they won that game. Then it was a championship game, which is going on right now, but they ended up losing that to freedom. Thank God. <laughs> well, way to bust the kid's balls right off the bat. He ain't listening anyway. <laughs> Jill's going to be like, you should, hear what your, you should hear what your uncle and uh, big daddy said about you. Wow, fucking loser. Bullshit. <laughs> Jill was probably like, come on, let's get this shit done. Let's get uh, out of here. Well, I got a cocktail or two to do. I guess they got completely <clears throat> shrocked. Last night, I don't oh. know you saw. Oh yeah, I got yeah. a couple Snapchats. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so but it, the, I guess the coolest thing was is uh, they ended up taking on Freedom in a third place game, and the coolest did they, part did they get margarita burned today? <laughs> I did. <clears throat> oh my goodness, dude! On your, your knees, knees are, is the fucking worst. Yeah, your knees looks like a Maine lobster. I, no shit! <laughs> Holy fuck! I mean, like seriously, like. You can see a vein. I don't know if that's a vein or if that's a margarita burn. Oh, my goodness. Were you handling a bunch of limes this morning? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Wasted away in or- Shano somewhere. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, he threw the final out on the game. Uh, it was cool then because, you know, it was the, the final out. They were they won 11-10 against uh, Freedom to take third place. So. Kid sports is fun to watch. It is. Drink. And you want to know what? <laughs> These parents. You know how you like see a lot of times where kids, whatever, and the parents are getting more involved. And you're on a fight like Randy Marsh. Oh, they're yeah. on a fight. Oh, I thought it was America. <laughs> and starts taking off his clothes, just getting in fights left and right with the other team's parents. Uh, yeah, no, everybody was all cool, calm, collective. You know, everybody, you know. Well, it was Sunday. Everybody was probably hungover. That is true. It was a three-day tournament. Oh, so my God. Friday through Sunday. Jesus. No, thank you. But no, the cool thing—I might go get a vasectomy. This was actually the <laughs> so uh, all the uh, the baseball moms. They were sitting in front, and the baseball dads. I was kind of like in the back with all of them, and they're all like, "Wait, what were we doing last night? Yesterday? You were hold? No, you weren't drinking a natty ice. You were drinking a Coors Light or a Bush Light. Come on, you gotta, you know." So, 
hey, what are you doing drinking a soda? You're supposed to be drinking a beer. That's how the, Ugh, you know, so they gross. were, the mothers and, uh, you know, the fathers were encouraging the alcoholism uh, for the game. So. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not going to cheer at a kid's game. Speaking of beer, this dragon's milk is fucking good. Is you want to taste it? Uh, I guess I can take a little. Take a little swig of this. This is fucking actually really good. It's almost, you know, well, these stouts are, I always say they got like a little bit of coffee flavor to them, but that's smooth and fucking 11% alcohol. Jesus. Well, that was your whole intention. <clears throat> yeah, to, I'm going uh, to go to bed at fucking 7 p.m. tonight. <laughs> you were probably going to go to bed at 7 o'clock anyway. No. No? I got laundry to do. I got no work shirts for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so then let me ask you this. What time did you go to bed last night? Um, the only reason why I asked that is because I noticed that on then on the Facebook page you posted something like at one in the morning, so you must have been still up. I was. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. So, because <laughs> <laughs> obviously it just didn't automatically schedule post itself. No, not at one o three. I was uh, I was looking at our uh, Spotify. Um, analytics okay we're getting like 73 per week now hey, that's fucking insane that's awesome so you know what guys be a friend tell a friend and let's get to 100 by the end of the year i agree that's our new goal and uh Wait a minute. if you listen on spotify subscribe to us it helps out yeah that also helps uh it's thank you all for listening hell yeah i mean this was just like well, you said this was still something did i talk about this last week or did this happen this week with hot hot biddies Oh, that was uh, this week where you yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I seen uh, Hot Bitties is a food truck. They serve Nashville hot chicken, and it is fucking outstanding. It's almost like it's, I, I don't know, the breading on it and everything. It's like one of the best. I just got the tenders because I'm doing that carnivore thing, but uh, like I got the hottest of the hot that they offered. Holy fuck! It was right on the money. So. I thought it was a little bit spicy, so definitely don't anybody else get the blistering bitties if you can't handle the heat, because it's some serious heat, but it was so fucking, the chicken is unbelievable. So if you're in the Appleton area, go follow their Facebook page and see where they're at, uh, because they go all over, you know, different businesses, yeah. and uh, there's like some food truck rallies now in Appleton, or there's like a whole bunch of them I started following so food truck rallies yeah wow. so there'll be like five six food trucks at a you know wgnr parking lot or some shit you know could you imagine if they actually were racing and then had to cook the food and then <laughs> to the finish like, line while they were yeah be like i want each of you to make your signature dish and we'll see how it looks by the time you all get to the finish line Ah, <laughs> oh, wouldn't you know if it wasn't the if it wasn't the uh big I, mouth gyros <laughs> Ice cloud wins again. Wow, you guys must have had everything already prepared. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just on Spotify, we got 50 subscribers. So awesome. go out there and uh, subscribe. And I was looking at the... Uh, I saw we're on a bunch of other ones, too. We're on, like, TuneIn FM. We're on... Uh, oh, yeah. I, I we're on, like, signed seven up. or eight different kinds. Yeah, I signed up for... Because Spotify had sent out an email, so I just was like, whatever. This is all free. I'll fucking right. sign up for it. Uh, but then I looked at our audience analytics again for different countries. So now we're in South Africa, the Netherlands, Australia, Saudi Arabia, Spain, and Belgium. Somebody's listening out there. Yeah. 
So or thanks. maybe it's somebody who uh, is a wealthy person who flies from one place to another for his company. <laughs> he just keeps and listening. he's looking. He's to a find... globetrotter, and he just he's a fan of the show. Yes. <laughs> if this is you that is listening, and you want to send us some money, <laughs> well, or no. come and visit us. How about yeah, come visit, and we'll put on an event, and you could pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll make sure it's a under ten thousand dollars. Oh, for sure, yeah. it'll be a rowdy good time. I know some bands. Yeah. We saw a really good band last night, Hard Drive. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Double Vision on our way back from the Supper Club, which we'll talk about yep. in a minute. Um, Hard Drive was playing in the new outdoor little uh, pavilion, well, pavilion that uh, Double Vision put up on Highway 117. So uh, that was, yeah, it was actually good and it looked like it was going to get storm bad, but yeah. we only got a few little raindrops raindrops can fall into my head i just friday night i stayed home and i watched butch cassie and sundance kid and that's oh, where okay. that song is from yeah uh, just weird is that weird yeah <laughs> holy shit um, it's called telekinesis espn um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah supper club review yeah. we went to me you robert and paul drove us kind of like the old uh the old crew back together yeah, back in the olden days uh we went to the Holiday Inn <laughs> for and there, Kelly like, Lake. For a minute there, I'm like, do you not remember where we went? <laughs> well, I did take a lot of puffs of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly Lake, uh, the Holiday Inn on Kelly Lake. And they're they, they're famous for their beef tips, and none of us got it. <laughs> none of us got it. Well, because we heard conflicting stories, so yeah. we didn't really know. We didn't know if they start, if they stopped uh, doing like the real tips or if they started doing that where you see it a lot of weddings or banquets where it's almost like beef gravy there's yeah. no actually there's no actual like steak bites in there at all it's all like shredded because it's been overcooked for so long so we had a conflicting report that they might have changed to that and we were all sort of scared to order the tips but then i saw a couple people order it at other tables and i'm like no that looks like the because i had been there a number of times yeah before but i for, was we were talking about that we'd never been in the supper club part we were yeah, always in the banquet banquet hall. area for what, but it's the same food. Yeah. Uh, Whitetails Unlimited, I used to go there every year, and their tips are just, yeah. Everybody raves about their tips, but one story, and it was from Robert, so I don't know why we believed him anyway. <laughs> uh, he said that, you know, they might have changed. Somebody complained to him, or I think they it was the wrong restaurant. You know, they just thought they were at the Kyle Holiday and told Robert, and now Robert's spreading rumors. <laughs> they were at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, they were at the, they ho- were at the Holiday Inn in Green Bay. <laughs> they were at the Hyatt in <laughs> Kelly Lake. You yeah. know, the Hyatt, which isn't an actual hotel. It's just a it's just a teepee with a neon sign <laughs> yeah, on the that's outside. that's all it is. <laughs> uh, so we went, to, we went there, and I got the tenderloin and scallops with twice-baked potato, and it was just, like, instant potato soup. Yeah. Uh, which, ugh. I, did. I hate that. I didn't like that either. No, it was it was it was instant potatoes for sure. It was and too, then uh, and then you go and add the sour cream to it, which made it et- extra yeah, then, soupy. Yeah, then it was pretty much soup. Uh, so I got the tenderloin scallop. So did uh, Robert. I got mine rare, and it came out rare. And he ordered his medium rare, and it came out medium rare. So good job on the grill, whoever's over there at Kelly Lake. Yeah, that's the first time all of us got our steaks done the way we asked them. Just <laughs> kind of weird that that's the first time yeah. in like all, two, almost a, almost two years almost two years uh <laughs> they'd always screw up somebody's or 
a rare would be a medium rare. Or if we ordered a medium rare, it'd be medium and be like, fuck you. Learn how to grill. Um, or get a sous vide. Then uh, their salad bar was awesome. I'd put that right up with Gino's yep. as an awesome salad bar. <laughs> One of the uh, soups they had, though, it was called taco soup. So I'm like, oh, I like fucking, I like fiestas in my mouth. So I got a cup of it, and it was just nacho cheese with it was it was queso dip. I was yep. I was eating queso dip with a spoon. Just imagine just taking it and putting it in the microwave, and then just using a spoon. Yeah, to you know that cheap nacho cheese you get in a can that you use for nachos, like when we have Packer games and stuff. It was that, and then some pickled jalapenos from a jar, and then they might have made you know a pico de gallo with tomatoes, onions, and cilantro to throw in. That's all it was. It wasn't like a. There's no way they made that from scratch. Well, in their defense, they're white. <laughs> well, get some of that goddamn <laughs> chicken booyah in a pot, exactly, and everybody will eat it right up. Or you even could have did a chicken <clears throat> enchilada or a chicken and corn. You know what was the one we had at Antlers that was so good? It was like a chicken fajita soup. The chicken, no, uh, well, the fajita one was at uh, Gino's. We had one at Antlers that was yes, really we good, had though. one that at, was like an um, enchilada soup. Or yeah, something. it was an enchilada. Okay, yes, that was amazing. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> did I think Robert got the beef barley soup? No, I thought he got the taco as well. He got the taco too. Oh yeah, and we were like, we should have got the beef yeah. barley. Uh, but the the salad bar, like for toppings and like the side salads, there was too much. I could. I'm, yeah, there was a lot of stuff on the salad bar. Yeah. I mean. Praises on the salad bar. Yeah, I didn't see the liver pate or brown schweiger, but somebody else said that it was really good, and I'm like, fuck, I didn't see it. I almost went back up there with my plate just to try it out. But they had herring, I saw, and a bu- like that broccoli cauliflower bacon salad. There was a lot of good shit, so I'd go up there and just have salad bar. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. Weirdest thing, though, is like, so when they told us that our table was ready, they're like, your salad bar is on your table. Your salad your bar plate. plate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I don't know. I, That's I weird. That. I've never, yeah. No, yeah. So, when we went, our plate was already on the table, and then we walked up to the salad bar. Kind of weird. I jokingly said, what would happen <clears throat> if you were on your way to the salad bar and you dropped your plate? Do you have to go back to the bar, <laughs> reorder, and then they put you to another table where you get your next salad bar plate? I would just walk in the kitchen and grab another plate, but it'd be, wow. one of the, it'd be like a turkey platter. <laughs> Not going to lie. That's kind of ballsy, buddy. <laughs> I'm a ballsy kind of guy. And I was full of this vape pen last night, so I didn't give a shite. Uh, And then uh, Paul got the big tenderloin cut, no surf and turf, and then you got the prime rib. No, ribeye. Ribeye. They didn't have prime rib. Oh, yeah, they didn't have a Saturday special, which was kind of weird. They got Friday and Sunday specials. Everything, though, though, is cheap. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. This was in comparison to Caroline's Hidden Valley Supper Club as far as value. I mean, I think the most expensive thing on it was your guys' surfing. Steak and salad or steak and scallops was only 20 like twenty three bucks. Twenty five. I was I was like twenty three ninety five. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the only other thing that was that expensive on the menu was a porterhouse, which I almost got, but yeah. I wanted them scallops. But even that porterhouse was only like twenty seven. Yeah, that was the most expensive <laughs> like, thing what? on the menu. So yeah, for value, it's amazing. I, well, that's why when we first got there, I was like, huh, I thought. You know, on a weekend in the summer with everybody up at their lake houses, I figured this place would be packed. Well, we as soon as we got a couple drinks in us and went into our table, 
when we were done, it was elbow to elbow yep. packed in that bar. Uh, but they don't take cards, so we bring found that out. Yeah, yep. bring cash or hit the ATM there. Um, just a heads up. But I'm sure that they don't want it because they don't want to have to deal with that whole surcharge and shit. Which yep. you know, that's old school kind of you know. That's cut. probably why the prices are that reasonable. Yeah, actually, so that because they don't have any overhead from the card purchases. Yeah, that is. I wonder if they. T- Excuse me. We take checks, though. (laughs) And they still have, like, one of those old chink, chink, like, (laughs) the big thing that makes a third-party copy, carbon copy. You know, back in the 80s where you could write out a check and it could bounce, but they wouldn't know for a month and a half. Catch me if you can. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Uh, But uh, we didn't have any dessert or after-dinner drinks. No. Uh, The old fashions were good. You didn't like them, but I... <laughs> very drinkable because no, oh yeah they were very drinkable but like as far as i could slam this if i wanted to right um the mushrooms were pretty good yeah i was gonna tasted, ask how was the mushrooms they tasted like those forest floor mushrooms which okay. are one of the best store-bought ones you can get but they weren't the cheap ones that you can tell like there's a couple of bars around here that have mushrooms and i can tell what brand they are because they're they're just a little bland yeah they're not really pickled they're more well, and then there's the other ones who get the marinated mushrooms like we had at uh, a place in Shano, Torchlight. Torchlight. Their marinated mushrooms were the fucking shit. And I, instead of doing the teriyaki and trying to copy Matthew's Supper Club, those mushrooms he gave me from Gino's, I put my, there's a tiger sauce hot sauce that's like a really, it's not even spicy. It's just, it's like a Asian hot sauce, sort of like a sriracha, but sweeter. I put that in there. Oh, yeah, they're good. So, new recipe. Really easy. Go. Gino's Gino's already made pickled mushrooms and dumped half a bottle of hot sauce in it. Smart move. <laughs> Smart idea. So, yeah, well, the bar was packed. We didn't even look for after-dinner drinks or anything like that. But the service was great. Bartender was great. Um, the, you know, up north feel with the taxidermy on the walls and everything uh is really nice it's not over overkill there's just a couple fish on the wall a couple deer heads uh quite a big walleye yes. that i was seeing and then uh but the dining area has got what maybe a dozen 14 15 tables i would say about so 16 yeah and that's not the banquet area yeah. either. this is just the dining area so um pretty I mean, they must get people in and out of there like crazy because, like I said, where we the were bar there, was yeah, packed. we were there, yeah, we were there, and within um, ten minutes, not even probably five minutes, we, we already were putting our order in. I don't know. I was playing the machine for yeah. a second, and then because I pretty much knew what I was gonna get. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, as soon as I came back and I had my drink, the waitress was already like, "You guys want to order? Or you need some more time." And we're like, "Fuck it, let's order." And uh, so. We all did our little ratings at the table there, and we were comparing it to other ones we've been to. And who did Robert say the best one would be to compare it to? Um, bum, 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 bum. Um, oh, he wanted to compare it to Hidden Valley because yes. of the value. Yeah, because of the value. Yes, you are correct. And we gave Hidden Valley an eight, eight. and this was a little bit better than that. So we all agreed that. Uh, Oh no, half of us did 
eight half eights, of us did and then the other and half, half was yeah there was two eight and a halfs and two eights because the 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 dining area and the bar and everything is a lot nicer at Kelly Lake right but the huge menu at Caroline and the cheap drinks uh was the strong point there so they both get an eight so Holiday yeah. Inn and Kelly Lake you get an 8.0 out of 10 congratulations we got high bars here at yeah, Live right. Well, you might as well go ahead and pick for August now. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. My God. This is, this is the whole basis of our show. Yeah, back. right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, do you think people actually give a shit about what we talk about? They only listen once a month to no, the Supper I, Club ratings. So I got, a, I got a message this morning Oh, okay. from our buddy Ben, who was up mm-hmm. uh, in the military. Yep. He messaged me, and he mentioned a story. He's like... Were you the one who told me about such and such? And I'll save it for another time when we were more on the drug topic. Yep. But it was after a party. Anyway, he was like, I just drove back 20 hours to Savannah, Georgia. It was all live from the 715 episodes. Really? And I said, I hope your wife wasn't in the car. That seems like torture. <laughs> you should have but, found out exactly how far he got. Like how many episodes in, if it was like nonstop? Because like you figure what? What's well, the somebody drive? else, somebody else told me that they were gonna start listening from the first episode. Yeah. Um, I forget who it was, but I was like, "That's a lot of hours. Good luck. We don't am- worry. We get better as we go along. We do. So don't, don't, yes. don't stop at episode ten. <laughs> don't doze off at the wheel and blame us for you falling asleep. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Supper Club of the Month for. August. August. Can you believe it? August already? Uh Uh-oh, this might be a faraway one. There's lots of them on here. Do we want to go back to Tomahawk and hit the Silver Birch? I feel like we did that already. Well, it's a different supper club. Right, yeah. Uh, We could get some different bars, but we'll save that for next year. (coughs) I don't think this is an actual supper club. What was it called? Tomorrow River in Amherst. (laughs) Sounds like a name of a movie. Look it up once. See if it's what is it called? Tomorrow River in Amherst. Tomorrow River. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Hey, did you hear me? It's the Tomorrow River in Amherst. Tomorrow River Amherst. All right. Here we go. It is. Oh, here it is. It does not look like it. All right, I'm throwing that one out. Yeah, it does because not... we we did write down a couple, and later we found they were just sort of like right. 117, where they're a restaurant bar. So I'm thinking this one might be that. Yeah, I'm thinking that you might be right on that. All right, we're tossing that one out. We'll grab another. All right. That's right. Tomorrow. Oh, no wonder why. <laughs> Permanently closed. We can get rid of that one. <laughs> Never mind. Permanently <laughs> closed. All right, here we go. Krabby's. Ah, Krabby's Country Club in Seymour. There we go. Yes. So we've been talking about that one for a while, and a couple of our listeners that we ran into said that that's their favorite one to go to. Yes. All right. Not bad. All righty. I'll throw Tomahawk back in there. And then you could take out the uh, permanently closed Tomorrow's (laughs) River. They should have called Tomorrow. it yes. They should have called it yesterday because obviously it is of no importance anymore. It's called the past. Oh, I back mean, to the future, Marty. Yeah, exactly. Which I could still never can understand. 
They called it Back to the Future, right? John Mulaney did a bit on this. I know. I was listening to it because I didn't. Don't you mean to Back to the Past? No, Back to the Future because (laughs) it goes back to the future after. So is he going there to like stop the JFK assassination? Ah, that's a good one, but no. No. (laughs) He's going to go back and he's going to try to fuck his mom. Yeah. And then there's going to be this. But he doesn't really fuck his mom. Uh, it's, it's, there's another he guy. He tries to stop this guy. His name is Biff. He's trying to rape her. And he has to beat off the rapist. It's a family film. Uh, <laughs> and his best friend is a failed astrophysicist. Nuclear, <laughs> n- nuclear physicist. Physicist? <laughs> he was talking about the pitch to Hollywood and yeah. making the fucking movie back in the eighties. And there, like, <laughs> like, like, how did it? How did it get made? <laughs> well, it starts out this kid named Marty McFly. He's always late for everything. <laughs> oh, I'm sold. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. So now we got to figure out a date for August. So uh, yeah, we'll have to check with Roberto because we certainly can't do it the first weekend. And nope. Because we got the Lions Club corn roast on Friday That's night. Right. And then you got on the 5th, you have... Nothing on the 5th. Oh, well, I do. So I can't go clean yeah. up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, well, my nephew's graduation. I so. probably... Uh, our friend Allie is coming to town at, for the corn roasting party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, unless she comes by the she corn said, line, I'm yep. not going to see her. Because well, after... Because once it hits about she, 10 o'clock, I'm going home yeah. to take a cold shower. She, uh, told her... Watch out, the lion is going to do nasty things. <laughs> By yeah. that, I mean that the lion's going to walk around and say hi to all the good kids and the children of the corn. And then you're going to sweat <laughs> to death inside of that fucking costume. But the best thing about it is you can't get hammered wearing that because you sweat all the toxins out. Yeah, as soon as you drink a beer, it's like, ugh. Yep. Put this on the I outside can remember of my last, body. <laughs> especially last year, I can remember. I think I had five or six old fashions. And when I got done walking around city, or uh, saying hi to children, uh, I felt completely sober. So I got that going for me. No, thank you. I don't yeah. even want to risk that. No. Um, what else am I looking at? Did you you went to the Bronco game Friday night? I did. Because yes. I did not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so went to the, uh, you know, obviously it was actually kind of weird because people were like, it's kind of weird. Like Big Daddy usually comes to this too. And I go, yeah. Turns out he's a pussy. I did. I said it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I didn't go during the week at all. Uh, yeah, me neither. I didn't even. I I don't know if I didn't see enough uh, posts about it on Facebook, but I just totally forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I. And I then knew, the one night it rained. Yeah. Well, and then it. Yeah. So I knew that obviously because I bought the tickets. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till Friday because we were, you know, like I said, we're on these crazy 12s, 12 mm-hmm. hour shifts. So. Um, I was like, nah, I don't want to, you know. Um, so yeah, I went Friday. But I was sitting at home and I could have gone. It's just yeah. I f- totally fucking forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, and then the championship game was the Broncos against uh, Navarino. Uh, oh. So it was it was a one sided affair. Yeah. Um, Who won? The Broncos won thirteen to three in eight goodness. innings. Good thing that actually happened because it started downpouring. Then as soon as the game got done, right in the eighth inning. Um, and so, oh yeah, that's right. There was thunderstorms Friday night too. Yeah. Yeah. It downpoured. Cause Wednesday, I couldn't believe I heard that they played the game yeah. cause it was raining it for was a long time. For a long time. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was packed, obviously. I mean, especially a Navarino Bondwell game yeah, for, the Navarino for the championship. Yeah, Navarino for the championship. Exactly. 
I mean, it was, last year, wasn't it like the Lakeman and somebody else? Yes, you are correct. I think it was what Walpaca and is that yeah right? Because that's Cecil. What, yes, you are correct. Walpaca and Cecil. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So yeah, it was a good time. Uh, didn't win anything. That's bad time. Well, I'm glad I didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, but I I feel like the money that I gave goes to something great in wah, the community. Wah, a new lawnmower. To, to, <laughs> to drag the field, field with. Um, JC's just like, come on, yeah. give me a Murray. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so I did that Friday. But yeah. So what's coming up then next week? Uh, coming up uh, next weekend will be the uh, retro night. Oh, uh, the 70s night at 70s Wayne's night. Place yep. with 70s drink special prices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, watch out. Oh, yeah, you're going to get just like Wayne's... Uh, Going away party, yeah. Party that all the fucking freaks are gonna jump out of the wood. They always do anyway. I mean, there were some there last night. Well, they're they're often. You, I'm talking about the ones that barely oh, ever show yeah. up, but they're like dollar drinks. Rah. Well, I don't think that they're allowed there. I think that a lot of them have charges against them where they can't drink. <laughs> I got warrants. <laughs> got, no shit. And those fucking kids across the street too. Yes, oh, last night. God. Oh, they were ready to go and vandalize some more shit. <clears throat> Fucking, I blame the parents. <laughs> the parents are fucking, they weren't even, they're never even around. I don't know. I don't even know who they are. Oh, trust me. I just see them every now and again, yeah. and I'm like, oh, them, them critters. <laughs> Those fucking critters <laughs> just rolling up and down the street. See, you should have played fucking baseball or something. Learn how to bake a pie. I don't know. Instead of math. You know, yeah, she <laughs> took homemaker's class. Learn to quilt, uh, knit a, a quilt or something. Yeah, I'll Try to make yourself... Um, a part of a society. A valuable member of society. <laughs> you know, back in my day, what we used to do is make mac and cheese with hot dogs because our parents were too busy working, and then we actually went and decided to go outside and beat the shit out of each other playing tackle football. What oh the fuck God. you do in your day? I remember my, me and my neighbor, Yeah, we would play football, just the two of us, against imaginary players. So we, I'd be quarterback, he'd run a route, he'd catch it, and then act like he got tackled, and we'd run down the lawn that way. We had nobody else to play with. Wow. Like, the closest neighbor was a mile away. And we were scared sometimes to call their house phone because there were no cell phones. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of them lived on a farm, and the phone went into the milk house, too. So really? If, if their dad answered the phone, he'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Just like, uh oh. We just wanted to see if you wanted to come play football. <clears throat> see, we always used to, so one of the things we always did is we always went to somebody's house to play football. A lot of the times it was actually at my uh, parents' house because it was a long front yard and we used half of the neighbor's um, front lawn. He was an older guy. He's like, oh, the kids are all playing mm-hmm. nice. But the thing was is there's, at my parents' house, there's two trees in the middle of the front in the front yard. Yep. So there's been a few times. Oh, yeah, and a telephone pole. <laughs> uh, every now and then somebody would catch, you know, because you're looking back and you're going to catch the football and then you look forward and you hit the pole. <laughs> but you want to know what? <laughs> I guarantee there was only a few concussions that somebody had and then you would always get hit to the point where you, could, you couldn't breathe. Oh yeah, I've, that, I've, yeah. You, you come back. You go to, to you go up and catch the ball and tuck it in and then fall on your stomach with the ball yep. hitting the ground first. Oh my god, that You're was. Like, a, <gasps> I okay. Here's here's a would you rather okay. that would you rather lose your air like that or get kicked in the balls? 
Personally, I think that I'd rather. Oh, don't like. Well, that's a tough one. Because sometimes you could get kicked in the nuts, but it actually they don't hit that perfect spot to where it's going to. Oh, I'm talking it. about a sweet oh. chin music hit. Dude, when you lose when, air, though, when that's, you're, when you're, you feel like your brain cells are like. Yep. Lo- oh, I'm going to have to. Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to take getting kicked in the nuts. I was going to say the same thing because when you lose all your air and it feels like you can't breathe, you yeah. panic. Whereas getting kicked in the nuts, your stomach just hurts for like five minutes. Well, and then the thing is, like when you can't breathe, do you ever do the thing where you get up and then you're like hunched over and you're like. <gasps> yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, you're like, you can't. And yeah, then you start panicking and it gets worse. Yep. See, we used to. It's do like the- you forget how to breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we did this thing, and I think I told you about this. I might have. So back when we were younger, we would always play this prank. It wasn't really a prank. What we would do is, me and a bunch of other buddies, uh, his brother, who was like, I don't know, I think he was like seven, eight years older than us, he would have us, <laughs> we would be bent over somewhat, and we'd say, breathe heavy. Okay, so you then breathe out, breathe mm-hmm. in, breathe out for about 30 seconds, and then he'll say, okay, next time you breathe in, hold it in, and then he's like, and then uh, put your arms up against your chest, and he's like, kind of like if you were going to, like, somebody would crack your back, mm-hmm. he'd lift you up, and you pass out. Really? Yep. So, anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of that Wim Hof, if you ever heard about that guy, he has, like, the record for holding his breath underwater. Okay. Uh, in whatever deep freeze... He developed. He's this guy from the Iceland or the Netherlands. They call him the Ice Man, uh, because he he started that whole um, movement of getting in ice baths and stuff. And but the reason he's like you can tolerate it with this breathing technique, and it's basically doing the same thing. Uh, you're making yourself hyperventilate, and it sort of gives you like mental clarity for okay. a second. So you do that before you hop in the ice tub and, like, you're in total control of your senses so you don't, like, put your toe into ice water and be like, ah, you know. <laughs> right. And, you know, your body gets shocked from that. If you do, like, the breathing techniques that he has um, with holding your breath after making yourself basically hyperventilate, you sort of get a little lightheaded, but you get mental clarity. So then you take two more deep regular breaths and you just got this sort of I tried it. It's amazing. I could never hold my breath ever, ever. Like 10 seconds, I'd be like, can't hold my breath. With his technique, I held my breath for two minutes and 12 seconds. Okay. That's insane. That is, wow. Yeah. Because it just, your, well, your whole body all is done just. It, well, and we've all done it to where we see exactly how long we can hold our breath for. Yeah, but I like I said, whenever you'd be like, see how long you can hold your breath when you were kids, 10 seconds, max. Holy shit. Because I could just couldn't do it. I'd be overthinking it, and I'd start panicking, and I'd have to take a breath. But with that breathing technique that Wim Hof does is insane. Because the first time I tried it, I held my breath for over a minute, where I could never do 10 seconds before. The very first time I tried it, I was like, okay, there's something to this, because there's no fucking way I could ever do that before. And I got up to 2 minutes and 12 seconds. Holy shit. Yeah, that's in- but that's just sitting there, not... You know, not in an ice bath or trying to swim under the ice from one hole to another. Because there's like a YouTube video of him jumping in a hole in the ice and then swimming. It's like 100 meters to the other hole to pop out of. And he got lost. 
So in trying to do this swimming feat, holding his breath, he got some sort of world record for holding his breath because he got he veered off path. Could you imagine that being under the ice and not knowing where to go? Dude, I'd freak I'd freak out. But okay. So he was total in total control of his factions and his breath and he just he was totally calm, found his way back to like they had a a green line from one hole to the other, so he but somehow he viewed it viewed it or veered fuck weed. Uh <laughs> veered off track and they were like they could it was really clear ice so they could see that he was off track so they're like you know they sort of guided him like back towards and then he found his way again but that was like 30 to 45 seconds out of like that they were worried he wasn't going to be able to hold his breath that long cuz fucking swimming under the would ice you for rather, 100 okay. yards so would you rather if you had to go out you know out in this world you you had to go one of two ways either you drown or you're buried alive drowned because they say they say that when you drowned you get this just incredible moment of ecstasy right before it because they say some people who've been waterboarded when they like show some people in movies like when they're there and then they die like there you ever see like oh yeah so like i mean they it's movie magic obviously but like it's like they there's people that drowned in movies and then at the end right when when they're gasping for their last breath of air they're and their face is like and then they just sink yeah but i mean if you're in a situation like that and you're like nope none left you just sort of mentally prepare yourself that you're going to die in that next couple seconds and you soon as you let it in something about the water filling up your lungs entirely sends like dopamine and serotonin to your brain okay like crazy like a dmt trip almost because they say when you die dmt gets released into your all the dmt in your body just gets released out of your pineal gland so that's why these people who have had these near death experiences where they you know saw weird you know light or you know uh they couldn't explain what they saw. That's DMT that was being released yeah. in their brain. <clears throat> because a lot of their descriptions are the same descriptions that people who have taken DMT describe. So, I'd go drowning. What about you? Because suffocating... I, well, that's the thing. I don't want to... I feel like if you're suffocating, if you're buried alive, you are... You're stuck a long, a, you know, longer time. Longer time than drowning. And... So, you're suffering longer. Yep. And your yeah. mind is going to play tricks on you like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I just don't feel I th- I feel like that would be like I even remember watching Fear Factor, like when they would do that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I could handle the them laying in the um, like they would lay in that kind of like a glass coffin full of like those insects and oh, beetles yeah. and stuff like I that. Couldn't do I, that. I, I could do that. Nope. I couldn't do the whole being buried alive thing. I could do the buried alive thing because before I, being I feel in a like box the of reason, insects or snakes. The reason why I think I could do it, well, number one, they aren't going to put you in that much harm to the point where all of a sudden, I mean, because a lot of it has to do with it. They can't tell them insects not to bite you. <laughs> but, I mean, even if an insect does bite you, they know that these insects are not going to be the deadly poisonous ones. They're not going to. Oops, Jerry, we weren't supposed to put that one in there. Wait a minute. I thought you said we were going to be putting anacondas. <laughs> Sorry about the water moccasin. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I'll, I'd rather 
do the buried thing than having the insects or snakes on me. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I... Because, again, if you're saying it's a TV thing, there's no way that they're going to let me suffocate. And right. I've been alone enough to be like, this isn't a big deal. <laughs> the darkness, maybe. Well, see, that's why people do those deprivation tanks. It's pitch black in one of those things where you just float on salt water. Okay. And they say if you do, like, if you smoke a little weed before, you'll have, like, hallucinations, like, on a mushroom trip because there's no light, you're floating, and you're high. A lot of people say that they have hallucinations. But anyway, if you if somebody did deprivation tanks all the time, they could win that bet every single time. Being buried alive on a, you know, TV show where yeah. they know that they're not going to die. It's more or less trying to that's why they call it fear factor. It's more or less you're trying to overcome your fears. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm out on the fucking snakes. Fuck them. I hate them. I mean, what about, okay, so then what about uh, ones like... Uh, Cockroaches? No, thank you. No, I was going to say, like, the heights. No. <laughs> no, you're, you're afraid of heights, too, as well? Fuck. So Fuck what all is of one heights. of them that you were afraid of and you overcame it? I A little off of heights. Like, I could never do a tree stand when I was younger for hunting. Yeah. I'd always have a ground blind. Now I can do a tree stand, and it's not a big deal. But... If you go to one of those places where, I mean, it's like 60 or more feet and you're out on a ledge, no, my knees shake and I feel like I'm going to fall over and die. Like, on a on a roof is about the highest I'm comfortable on. Like, shingling a roof. Okay. Anything higher than that and fuck right off. Really? Huh. Yeah. Like, my legs stop working. They just shake. <laughs> it's weird. Wow. Yeah. Severe acrophobia. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that just makes you human. I mean, a lot of people. I'm. Sc- have... I'd rather do the snakes than the fucking heights. Really? Yeah. Oh fuck, dude! I love heights. I feel the fact. Okay, so let me explain this in a way. I want to take another hit because one point once you explain this. At one point, I was. I would say I was. Af- I was afraid of heights when you got up to a certain area. I guess you would say. You felt like you have no control. You're up above. Mm-hmm. And I think what over what helped me overcome that was when we went to Great America and I started going on roller coasters. Never been on. I went on one roller coaster and I thought I was going to die. Yeah, really? Hmm. At 10 years old, uh, that's the last time I was on a roller coaster. So fuck all. No Ferris wheel either. Thank you. <laughs> Ferris wheel either? It's fucking higher than any of the roller Dude, coasters. It, nothing is better than when you're coming down on the Ferris wheel and it gives you that butterfly feeling. Like, yeah, in no, your thank you. I don't want that. I'll die. <laughs> I'd have to be so high to do this. Let me ask you this. The one girl that you want to bang, okay, in your life, all right? This is the your ultimate goal. It doesn't, it could be anybody. She's like, let's do it on the Ferris wheel while it's going up and down. No fucking way. Yep. All right. No fucking way. Wow. Because we're going to fall out. And then she's going to die. Or okay. I'm going to die. Then we're not together <laughs> anymore. You're not. Okay. So here's. Okay. Here's a good. The London Eye. It's <clears throat> almost like you're. You know, it's got a fucking like. Yeah, but it's 10 times taller than the fucking one at still. the fair. No way. No fucking she's way. She's like sitting there. Right there. Just completely wearing. Can I this. black out the windows? No. <laughs> then no. Why would you want to block out the windows? So I can't see down. 
But here's the thing. You're going to be so sexually invested in her, you won't even... Wrong. <laughs> I'm going to look out the window, and I'm immediately going to lose my heart on. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your penis pump. <laughs> Or or the other thing that would happen is maybe I get some sort of outrageous fear boner. <laughs> now that's making me wonder if these people who actually did murders back in the day that got off on it, they were getting hard-ons while oh, murdering I'm their sure victims. I was listening to Time Suck with Dan Cummins. He's a <laughs> Time Suck? Is that the name of it? That's the name of his podcast with Dan Cummins. He's a stand-up. And he, yep. was, he was talking about... Uh, this serial killer, uh, it was mostly in the Pacific Northwest, but uh, about his whole life, and it was so fucked up, And but he he did some Ed Gein shit, but he was really into feet. Like, the first person he ever killed, he, like, stole their foot and put it in the freezer with a high heel on what it. What the fuck? Yeah. But eventually it decayed, and he had to fucking throw it away. But anyway, this, oh, he was so fucking weird. Let me look up the serial killer because it was outrageous the it's like almost two hours long he goes in on this dude um let's see time suck what were you asking me right before that well well because we were talking about you know you trying to yeah heights yeah Hold on. I mean, the only heights that I'm afraid of is like Washington Heights. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Jerry Brudos. <laughs> Jerry Brudos, the shoe fetish slayer. The shoe fetish slayer. Yeah. It's like two hours and 14 minutes long, and I'm not even through like his. Uh, <clears throat> I'm right at the point where the cop who eventually gets him. Yeah. Um, is starting to look into the case. Oh, okay. So, but anyway, what did you say about how did we get on a serial killer? Well, because you were talking about boners, and I was in. We, oh, the we fear were talking boner. about the. Fear I'm sure boner. this guy got fear boners right before he fucking killed his victims. Oh. Is what I'm saying because he was totally into shoes and feet. So, oh, ladies out there, don't get the don't get the good looking shoes. They're there's somebody after you. There's one of those weird fetish dudes. Well, and that's like another thing that Red people stilettos. get into. I don't understand that one at all. Why? I understand a lot of fetishes, but I do not understand the feet and shoes. <clears throat> I was just allow. Sorry, I was trying to let you know to say oh, allow. This is the wrong that's remote. why. This is the wrong remote. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's that would why explain that a lot. changed now. Oh, th- yeah, that would explain a lot then. All right, never mind. Oh, my God, I'm high. Uh, are you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of getting high, did you ever take PCP? No. Oh, wow. Did you not hear about what happened on the Titanic uh, during the movie set? What? No. You didn't? No. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. It, yeah, somebody slipped. Uh, that wasn't PCP. It was uh, um, um, It was a hallucinogenic. Um, God damn. LSD. LSD. I'm not sorry. PCP. Yes. Okay. Well, PCP is what George Jefferson was on. <laughs> Was he really? That's that's uh, that's why they called it. Uh, that's why he called it that in fucking Denzel Washington movie. God damn it! Where he's the bad cop. Everybody's yelling at us. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Ethan Hawke, Denzel oh. Washington. Training day. Training day. Yes. I didn't know you like to get wet though. Yeah. Sure. Oh no. Uh, Sh- Sherman Helmsley, not George Harrison. 
Yeah, that would have been it. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Larry King, Larry King, he's dead. Yeah. Well, of course he's dead. You just found an old clip though, dude. So anyway, Larry King had uh, Bill Paxton on because they were talking about the. Uh, Is this like a bad news story? Well, it could be considered a bad news story right now. Well, I'm afraid I've got some I mean, bad news. In a way, though, it's not bad news because could you imagine? No, because I don't know what it is yet. Play it for me. All right. Well, okay. So anyway, uh, here it is. Hmm. And obviously we're having issues with it loading. <laughs> Technical difficulties. What the fuck is going on here? I don't know. Do you got the uh, audio cable? Uh, you know what? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who's high. All right, that's some bad news right there. My ability of technology. (laughs) Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Why don't you just go on? Do you have a story or something right now? I do have a story. Okay, good, because you can uh, (laughs) do that until I get this all ready to go. Okay, I am so sorry. I I had like two of them because this week I was like, oh, this is a good week for bad news. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Well, there's this one. Because it just popped up. Uh, okay. I just noticed this. So, <laughs> this article is written by a man named Indiana Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best name ever. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe I didn't see that anymore. Janesville, Wisconsin, a 56-year-old man was taken into custody Thursday after allegedly driving intoxicated and crashing into several vehicles. Uh, Janesville police officers responded to a report of a hit and run to an occupied vehicle at an intersection of doesn't matter. The suspect vehicle was described as a red Ford F-150 that left the scene. Short time later, an officer with Janesville Police Department observed the truck traveling east, and when officers turned around to follow the vehicle, it disappeared. Uh, the pursuit ended while uh, the guy hit a couple cars on, on this pursuit, he didn't navigate a T intersection and continued straight and eventually smashed into an occupied residence. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the guy was arrested for crashing uh, for the in the crash after uh, without further incident. Uh, he appeared to be intoxicated. A quick search revealed wow. that he had three prior OWIs and just about to get his fourth. You got four counts of recklessly endangering sa- safety, a hit and run fourth OWI. A vehicle operator uh, eluding an officer and second degree recklessly endangering safety. About five fel- felonies there. Holy shit. And he's being held on $20,000 cash bond. Good luck, bud. That is just fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, you want me to read another one? Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm th- for some reason, <clears throat> it's fuck- it worked last week. Nah. Uh, let's oh, go over to We Are Green Bay. we are we are wisconsin woman gives middle finger to pursuing officers i heard about this too (laughs) arrested after 30 mile police chase out in spooner wisconsin a woman in was taken into custody after allegedly stealing a car and leading police on a 30 mile chase um one of the officers said about the incident that happened on july 8 uh they were notified of an attempt to find a vehicle that was stolen from Spooner. The vehicle was a convertible. Fucking nice pickup there, lady. Like, nobody's going to fucking notice. 
with a Wisconsin dealer plate was a te- uh, taken around 3.30 p.m., and then a DNR warden saw it on Highway 35. So when the authorities turned on their emergency lights and sirens, the woman just sped off, raising her yeah. middle finger towards law enforcement officers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they say that the driver damaged two different yards at residences, and one squad truck was also damaged. The pursuit went over 33 miles, according to Burnett County Sheriff. Uh, she was eventually taken into custody, but... They don't say how, so I don't know if they let out spike strips or what. She was allegedly uncooperative during her arrest. <laughs> well, good luck. Wow. That's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, pigs. I'm out of here. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right. You got it? I got it. Yep. So, obviously, one of them is, uh, deals with bad news, obviously. Well, I mean, getting your clam just chowder. get it. Just, you know, the I have no idea what you're talking about. Just play it. All right, so here we go. This was with Larry King and Bill Paxton. They were talking about back in the Titanic. Did you eat any of the PCP spike clam chowder What's from PC? the set of Titanic, and did they ever catch the person responsible? Yeah, that's kind of a crazy story. Uh, I remember I shot the first couple weeks of Titanic. What what Jim did, he had, us, he had me and Gloria Stewart and Susie Amos. We were all up in um, Halifax, Nova Scotia. We're shooting on the Keldish, which is the Russian research vessel that had the two Mir subs that Jim had taken down to Titanic to shoot some footage that he used in the film. While we were shooting that, they were building the big set down in Rosarita Beach. Uh, one night, we'd, it was, we were shooting splits. We would go in around five o'clock, so we would take our dinner at midnight, and then we'd work till dawn. And uh, I didn't care for the caterer much, so I was ordering my meals in, but I was having a good conversation with Jim Cameron on the set. And I said, Jim, are you going to eat off the truck tonight? He said, yeah. I said, well, I'll join you. So we ladled up the clam chowder, not knowing it was laced with PCP. And uh, I don't know who did it or why, but I remember going back to my trailer after lunch, and Jim went up to his office. And uh, I heard a commotion, and I opened up my door, and I saw a couple of ambulances pulling in, and, and then an AD ran up and said, uh, are you feeling okay? And I was like, well, I, th- I think I'm, you know, I'm shooting all night. I'm feeling about as good as you can feel. And he said, well, did you eat the clam chowder? <laughs> and I thought, well, yeah, I had a couple of bowls. And, uh, and about that time, I started feeling it. Now I'm starting to witness some bizarre behavior <laughs> with the crew and stuff. <laughs> and, and they take us very close by. We were on the Dartmouth side of Halifax Bay. And uh, so all of a sudden, here's 150 crew members stumbling into the emergency room of a very small hospital at one o'clock in the morning. You see some people are freaking out, some people are Congo dancing, some people are, are euphoric. I, I knew I was pretty stoned on something pretty bad, and I thought, we, me and Jim thought that it was, there was a neurotoxin in the clams. We didn't know what it was. We thought maybe the clams had been left out in the sun or whatever. But I figured, while they examine all these other hundred people, I said to Jim, I said, Jim, I'm, I'm not going to hang out here. This is bedlam. I'm going to go, I'm going to wander, because it was only a few blocks from the set. I'm going to wander back down and just drink a case of beer, which is what I did. And, uh, that, seemed to, that seemed to help me. <laughs> God, isn't that crazy? <laughs> He'd been there before. Oh, I just yeah, need easily. a case of beer, pass out, ride this wave down. <laughs> oh, yeah, easily. So, anyway... Hey, that uh, dragon's milk was pretty good. Was it really? Yeah, I like. If I was gonna have one beer, like with a, I don't know, like a steak dinner, mm-hmm. 
Like, if they didn't have any ambers, I might try a stout like this. This is pretty good, but... I'm going to have to switch it up to something lighter with a new Glarus. All totally right. naked. Now, here's our last bad news. This one happened. I can't remember where it did, but this was about, you know, aren't children... Don't children say the craziest things? The darndest things. You know, I mean... Oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you know that the kids, you know, they want to look... They, they have people they, they look up to, right? And they want to impress? Well, yeah, that's right. That's just kind of like this story right here where the seven-year-old decided to go on a joyride. This is right from the newscast. Oh, this is an old one. This is famous. Exactly. So, <laughs> But maybe some people did not know about this. So here we go. Terrian Milton is not your typical seven-year-old. Few his age have ever driven an SUV up and down several busy streets. It all started at his mother's townhouse. Latarian says he took the car keys and hopped into his grandmother's Dodge Durango. When I came through the back door, I looked on the counter, my keys were gone. I took my grandma car because I got mad at my mom, and then I suddenly had my friend come in, and he smoked with cigarettes. <laughs> he started the vehicle and put it into gear. I, I yanked the, I yanked it, I yanked the um thing. And off they went. Two seven-year-olds alone on the road. Latarian drove several miles through Lake Park in Palm Beach Gardens. We got the one call that I told you about of a driver in the vehicle who looked too short to be able to see over the steering wheel. Along the way, he ran over two mailboxes, hit two parked cars in a Costco parking lot, and struck two moving cars near Walmart. I want to do it because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things and drive into a car. But did you know that you could perhaps kill somebody? Yes, but I wanted to do horror stuff with my friends. It all ended on investment lane and consumer drive. That's where Latarian hit the curb and sideswiped the sign. The SUV took most of the beating, snapping off one of his axles and wheels. A grandmother's rage. I want to whip his behind. That's what I want to do right now. If I thought they wouldn't take me to jail, I'd whip his behind right now. You don't think he should be punished for all of this? Just a little bit. No video games for a whole weekend. <laughs> no video games. <laughs> One unusual story for police. You, are you sorry? Yes. You understand that now your grandma's going to have to pay to have those cars fixed yes. because you hit those cars. Can my mom help her? <laughs> How about I put your ass to work? I'm pretty sure Tosh Point O did an episode about that. Oh, because I like doing hood rat stuff with my friends. <laughs> like I couldn't believe that. Like you'd never seen that one before. I don't think I ever did. And I did watch a lot of Tosh. Yeah, that was definitely one of the episodes on Tosh. Holy shite! Because as soon as I saw him, yep. I'm like, oh, that's the hood rat shit kid. So, oh, <laughs> well, see now I. Yeah. I'm sure lots of hey, but the the video before because we're such degenerates and love like B movies, right? Goon. As soon as I, as soon as Bill Paxton said we were shooting in Halifax, I'm like Halifax, Halifax. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> totally forgot about Justin it. Justin Long when he's saying goodbye to Sean William Scott. That's true, yeah, because <laughs> he's he got moved up to the Halifax team, and he's his stupid Boston accent justin logs in the yeah he's like oh bro here you go and he's running the, against the train and he like you know like a romantic uh uh romance movie where somebody gets on the train and the other person is like running to try and find their window yes. you know he does the same thing but he's like you're gonna be fucking awesome dude halifax halifax and then he runs into a pole <laughs> <laughs> oh wow Oh, uh, I gotta watch Goon again. I can't believe that. It's now time for Pickles Corner. Oh, oh. I did. I did. Uh, I asked it on uh, I asked Pickles on Friday. Yeah. So here's three things it gave me. Okay. Uh, what are the advantages, disadvantages of 
working from home. Um, the impacts of social media. Bullshit. And then, uh, what does this say? Oh, the music industry and how it's changed with streaming. I would actually talk about that, Pickles. Yeah. Because, uh, like, even the award shows now have awards based on their internet results, like how many people are listening to them. And I think you're starting to see the downfall of major record labels. Because, as an example, the most downloaded artist last year was Zach Bryan. And Zach Bryan is burning it up right now, and he's practically done it almost independently. And, like, he's not getting these big, huge venues, but he'll play all the biggest uh, festivals because he said he's not going through Ticketmaster, sort of like what Pearl Jam did back in the day. They were like, fuck you, we'll run our own tour and book our own places because Ticketmaster would charge an extra 40% for their tickets. Yeah, they went to... uh in front of the Supreme or uh, Senate, yeah, in the Congress, they did a yeah. I remember uh, what's his name? God damn it, lead singer Pearl Jam. Oh, uh, 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 shite! <laughs> God. built a concrete. You know that guy. Yeah. Uh, people are yelling. At even flow. Yeah. They even had a song. Remember when <laughs> we were talking Adam, about that yesterday. Remember so. when Adam Sandler would go on Weekend Update as uh, him and like try and read a couple news stories, but <laughs> fucking look those up. Those. Sat- Did you know lives. that also Pub or uh, Pearl Jam was also known as Mookie Blaylock? That was the name of their band. Yeah, that was the first name because yeah, yeah they were baseball. F- uh, what's his name? Jeff Ament. Oh no! Sorry, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Sorry, Jeff Ament. He's in the band, but no, the way you said yeah, it Jeff made Ament. it sound like a guy named Jeff made mints. Yeah. Yeah, so you Eddie, want a pack of Jeff Eddie Ament's? Vedder is what I meant to say. Yeah, Eddie Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Funny story about Pearl Jam, though. So people tell me <laughs> a pack of Jeff there's a there's a girl that I work with. She says every time she hears from Pearl Jam, Jeremy, it makes me think of her. Or oh yeah, you it told makes me. her think of me, and I go, oh wow. Thanks. I love the fact that knowing that a song about a kid getting bullied and shoots himself in front of school reminds you of me. She <laughs> yeah. she didn't know that that's what the song no, was about. No, because people just, don't listen to lyrics. No. They're like, Jeremy spoken. Yeah, that was him speaking to his class. The one day he was bullying him, you know, <laughs> picking on the, himself. Think huh. about it. They said it right there. Picking on the boy seemed a little helpless. Fuck. More or less, they're like, we're going to pick on him. He ain't going to do anything. Yeah. So. Hey, this Totally Naked by New Glarus ain't yeah. bad. I thought I had it before and didn't I, like it. I hate Totally Naked. Funny story about Totally Naked. Maybe that's why I didn't like it, because yeah. you said it was bad before I even tasted it. No. It's because I, I maybe after that stout, my tasting oh. buds have changed a little bit. So anyway, about Eddie or Vedder, maybe because I'm high. About Eddie Vedder, though, you were talking about. Yeah. flow. I mean, we were talking about the music industry and streaming. Yes, we were talking about streaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zach Bryan's the most downloaded artist, and he won a CMA award for it. Oh. But he's not like that Nashville row bullshit music industry like. The L.A. music industry is <laughs> L.A. L.A. Um, <laughs> you ever have a L.A. fish taco while listening to Pearl Jam? You ever tried to get your record played by music industries in L.A.? <laughs> Do you ever walk into Empire Records and just say, I'm here in L.A.? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I remember it all started with Napster. 
Yeah. It all started with Napster and the artists, like up until that point, artists really only got paid through touring. And they Metallica still... was the biggest reason that it got shut down, wasn't it? Yeah, that fucking drummer. Yeah. Uh Lars. Fuck Lars. Um because from the consumer standpoint, you're like, well, how are they losing money? They're still making all their money touring. Uh, but they get like two pennies from every CD. Yeah. But it was like 15 bucks a CD. So you're like, the record industry is getting the rest of that fucking money. And they would hold events, like be like, oh, yeah, you're, uh, this dinner is being thrown in your honor for you know this award or whatever. So there's going to be 500 people. It's this much a plate. Be like, yeah, okay. And then after the fact, they would find out that they were paying for it, the 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 band, not yeah. the fucking record. And it's like, you just charged me like $1.2 million for this dinner that we didn't ask for. So, yeah, the record industry really fucked a lot of people. Watch Elvis. That was well, his it, manager just... yeah. His manager pretty much wrote the book for like Motown and everybody else to fuck over artists and get them fancy shit on credit, basically. And they, uh, an artist would find out that they're fucking broke. <laughs> um, but now with streaming, there's so many like, like Spotify, like uh, Pandora, and uh, what's the one Amazon has? Alexa oh. Prime. Yep. They, like, if you pick somebody and just put it on, you know, shuffle or random, you'll hear people you never fucking heard of before. Like, when I put Zach Bryan in now, because he's already sort of independent, I'll hear people that I'm like, holy shit, this is really, really, really fucking good. And you're telling me these guys aren't on the radio, but fucking Luke Bryan is? Or Luke Combs? Fuck those guys. Their Nashville horseshit pop music That's, makes me sick. Yeah. But I'll I'll tell you anybody if you haven't heard of Zach Bryan you've been living under a rock, but if you like like '90s country or Garth Brooks or fucking that awesome old school sound with lyrics that you're just like these are fucking real this is a real story he's telling to me. Listen to Zach Bryan open the gate. It's about a a, a bull rider. That's all I'll say. Because that song is so fucking beautiful, and it gets you fucking amped up, too. But it's kind of a sad song at the end of it, but it's an amazing song. Open the gate. It's about a bull rider. Zach Bryan. Go find it right now. Pause it. All right, we're back. <laughs> we didn't pause. <laughs> I didn't give enough time Could for you imagine pause. if it paused and we just freeze-framed? Yeah. <laughs> and pause. Uh, but, yeah, so... I think record industries are doing anything they can to hire naive young people because that's why you hear this bullshit on TikTok videos and Instagram. You're like, what the fuck is this horseshit? It's basically people that the record industry can promote and also pay them next to nothing. So that's why all that shit music is getting hyped and getting pushed because that's the only people that record industries can take advantage of anymore with streaming and like independent people being able to put their stuff out there well and get i think it played. that's one thing that does help is because there are so many so many artists that we would have never ever heard about exactly um, like i remember in high school the the only reason i had like i, I talked before on how i used to sell mixtapes out of my yeah. locker um 
The Source magazine and uh, what was the other one? Double XL. Oh shit! That's I totally the, forgot about Double XL. Those are the, the source, only yeah. the only places you could find new hip hop music that would come out. Otherwise, yep. the only shit that you knew about was what they played on the radio or MTV when and they, they still played really videos. And they didn't really even play it on the radio because they were always playing pop, and especially around where we were from, there were no rap no, stations at like, the time. Uh, I mean, we, there was 99.7, but that was later down the road. I mean, but if when we were younger... Yeah, like, you really it, had to have a great song that would cross over to get it played on MTV. And we but didn't then have MTV the started... Yeah. Started well, like, they had feeding Yo, into it. They, they had, had Yo, Yo MTV raps with, yeah. like... The LL legends cool like Wu Tang yeah. and Beastie Boys, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, all those guys were legends. You didn't hear about some guy up and coming. It didn't happen until BET started doing what was that? The Basement with T- Tiger or Tigger, whatever his name was. I used to watch it back in the day. I I don't I never watched that. But he would play like a lot of the, but he he it was like I don't know half hour. But even then, those fucking VJs would only be on your screen for 30 seconds. Yeah. Now it's like three minutes, and they don't even play the whole fucking video when they show a video. Nope. You have to go to YouTube to it see the whole fucking video. It kind of reminds me in a I way. So it kind of reminds TRL me. was the fucking downfall. TRL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It fucking kinda, Carson Daly. Carson Daly fucked it up. And it, but it kind of reminds me then, too. I mean, for... Casey Kasem was only on the radio for yeah. 30 seconds to explain who the next band is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long distance dedication, uh, but if you did notice them too, obviously every Sunday night Casey Kasem's American Top Forty, and it was only for three hours. And trying to put forty songs into a three-hour show, there was a lot of songs that got cut. Yeah, like they would only like play like come in. <laughs> they going, weren't playing whatever, the whole yeah. version of One by Metallica. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Topping out at thirty-three, now making its way a close to a thirty-nine. Here's a clip of. Uh, Karma Chameleon, yeah. <laughs> you know. In a God of Vida, no drum solo for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but yeah, they cut it. But, I mean, that also was where everybody knew what song was happening at the time. I mean, that was like, I can remember the only thing that I ever hated about Casey Kasem's American Top 40 was I would listen to it knowing that I had to get my fucking homework done because school started the next day. Or oh, shit. It was Monday. Yep. Only in the summertime, I, I loved it. Yeah, you During could just the school listen to it year? the whole no. time. Yeah, I had my mom's records, and she got everything. So I got exposed to everything so at a young if age. If you have to say you were listening to vinyls, what do you think were the best vinyls back then, to like artist-wise, to listen to, or even genre? To listen to on vinyl, yeah. the best is like The Who. Holy shit. If you listen to vinyl and put on No Sugar Tonight, yeah, it's like a fucking religious experience. It's great. I guess the best thing about vinyls was hearing the, yeah, just the warm the needle, the warm little needle song before or needle sound before the song takes off, and then you crank those fucking speakers. No sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight now, in my tea. So here's one then. Okay, so like an urban legend in a way is something that's been said that's not obviously has not been proven true or not. Um, obviously, a lot of them had to deal with vinyls, saying if you were to take the vinyl backwards, it'd say the devil's coming. <laughs> yeah. You know? That was like all urban legend. Paul yeah. is dead. Yeah. Paul, on a Beatles record. Right. Yeah. If you played one one of their songs on the White Album or yeah, it was the Sergeant White. Peppers. I thought it, it was. Oh, one no, they were Sergeant, psyched, it was yeah. Sergeant Peppers. One yes. of the songs, if you played it backwards, they claimed that it, said, it would well, say. What was the, there was also another one by The Who, wasn't there? Or was it Rolling Stones? No, that was the Guess Who, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Or Led Zeppelin. All, but I think people, it, people are always trying to... This goes back to conspiracies that we were talking about last week. Right. People want to fucking believe something that's not true and like claim that it's fact with no fucking evidence right. whatsoever. The flat earthers, they make me laugh. <laughs> like, cause I, 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 yeah, flat. Yeah. But, um, uh, cause I still even remember. What if everybody goes to one side of the globe? Is it going to tip over? <laughs> right now we're tipping over and we don't know it. <laughs> oh yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah. But then it would be complete darkness. Cause are we be... like one, one of those, uh, you know, those we'd see liquid, the turtle, those liquid waves. Remember that, like in those little capsules that you can like, Oh, those little novelty toys? Yeah, it was like the 90s. Remember do you remember, those? now that you say that, do you remember those sand yeah. things in the glass where you'd tip upside down yep. and try and make like a colorful sand yes. dune or something? Because it, yeah, because then it would be like a uh, different color sand then too as well. That was like our iPad back then. Yes. Like if you went over to your grandma's, she'd have one of those. You would fucking, for like a half hour, you would just be like watching the grains of sand go down and then trying to maneuver it to make different shapes and shit. They really fell off with developing yeah. all this technology. Dude, you know, after we were talking about last week on the... And then uh, we had the 3D posters. Yeah. Where you had to stare at it for uh, after books. After last week's episode when we were talking, well, you were talking about your, you know, uh, when we were talking about uh, conspiracy theories, uh, dealing with uh, the pyramids and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. My fucking phone then, as soon as we got done, obviously they're listening, fucking Joel Rogan... Uh, I got the Joe Rogan oh, a episode clip with him and uh, yes, and they were talking about John Anthony West, where they were talking about or the Google Rest Maps. In peace. Yep. Oh, that's a different dude. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, he was talking because we were talking about Noah's flood and the right. Eye of the Sahara. Eye of the Sahara. It's probably that but, guy. But then, yeah, it was talking about the Atlantis. Yeah, that's where they. That's where this guy and a bunch of other people yeah. are claiming that the lost city of Atlant- Atlantis was was in the kind Eye of, of the Sahara. Fucking weird. But all the evidence is there. Yeah. Whereas, like, all this other bullshit is conjecture, like, sand erosion around the Sphinx is what they claim. Well, there's evidence of what sand erosion looks like and what water erosion looks like. And around the Sphinx, that's water erosion. It's clear. But they don't want to admit it, all these Egyptologists. Because they're just like tenured professors who you can't question. Like there's the That's so there's the same this huge, with the government. Don't yeah, question what we're you know. exactly. It's the same thing in a- academics. So what we say goes. And it's like, well, we've got all this fucking evidence, and history's always changing with the technology and with the evidence that we're bringing up. And they just refuse to change their narrative. Uh, him, uh, uh, Randall Carlson, and. The guy who I've talked about before, I read one of his books, Fingerprints of the Gods, Graham Hancock. Those guys and this guy that you're talking about are three of the major, like they're trying to let the world know that everything we knew about, like the, what do I want to say, about Atlantis. It's like a myth or a... It's supposed to be a mythological place yeah, that Atlantis but, was. But, I mean, Plato wrote about it. Right in his writings about seeing this amazing place that was technologically advanced. You're what? Are you, what? He was having a hallucina- hallucination. What? Because everything else you're taking as fact that he wrote. Why would you say that this isn't fact? Because he, na- he bar- by name he called it Atlantis and then went into. You know, there's not a lot of writing about it, but he did mention it, and not a lot of people were writing back in his day. No. 
So it kind of makes you like wonder. Okay, so obviously you know of, of Atlantis back then, um, and then you've had people that have said that they've you know they died for a certain amount of time and went to heaven and came back. Ugh, fucking morons. <laughs> Might as well be a Scientologist at that point. <laughs> Zenu fucking sucked us all with a big vacuum cleaner. All the souls. And then put them back. No, that was that only South a, Park video, uh, yeah. episode. Well, that that was just on Spaceballs where they were trying to suck with a big, huge vacuum cleaner <laughs> all the all the uh, clean oxygen out of the. Uh, I want you to world. comb the desert. <laughs> you found anything, Jensen? We ain't found, found shit. shit. Um, but yeah, going back to I don't know how we got off of this <laughs> yeah, stuff. No shit, right? Uh, streaming. Uh, yeah, independent artists that you never would have heard of before. You're starting to hear a lot now because of Spotify and Pandora and these other streaming services. Because they can put out their music just as easily as a record company can, yeah. so they can cut that middleman out, and it's great. Well, and thank you also for streaming div- or streaming and all that. Uh, instead of you coming to the bar and listen to us talk like this for two hours, uh, <laughs> you get to listen to it in your vehicle or yeah. while you're cleaning, or yeah, maybe, we would maybe you would we would have needed. And- <laughs> you don't have to pump it that many yeah. times. Um, <laughs> And you better use lube or you're going to get a rash. Uh, (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) But, yeah, we would have had to have gotten our radio deal back in the day. Yep. Even 10 years ago. Well, I can remember because... And we would have had so many ad breaks, we wouldn't be able to have a free-form conversation like we have. What I think helped with the helping with streaming, what I think helped with that was Rhapsody going under. Rap City yeah. did not do it the right way. They were, uh, but it gave a blueprint for everybody else to go. Like, right, let's do this part and fuck all the rest that ain't working. Because if a lot of people, like I can remember when I first started my DJ company, I mean, I had, I mean, Napster just got done. Well, just got LimeWire. LimeWire was around, and then uh, if you wanted the legit Kazaa. license, oh yeah, because that was another one. Yep. And then if you wanted the legit license songs, you had to go th- and pay through Rap City. Yeah, for their. To, to be able to download the song instead of buying a CD or something yes. and then burning it. Um, that's crazy. We used to fucking, in our cars, we'd have two big, huge booklets of fucking CDs. <laughs> and what... you would get pissed when all of a sudden you would realize that one of your CDs was missing. Yep. And we knew who took it. Yep. Because <laughs> he had four of the same one. Oh, this is my brother's. Well, this is that a was copy all, we both got. Remember when really? you always would mark off the, on the top of the CD yep. to let everybody signify that it was yours? And then if you caught them with it, that's mine. It's got my goddamn name on it. <laughs> <laughs> the different, there's a bit from Big Daddy that, it, oh, really? I remember I was one of the first guys that had a burner, like a dual deck burner. Oh, yes, the dual deck burner was, was uh, Philips or Panasonic. I can remember, so <clears throat> when I got. The art of making a mixtape. I bought one time uh, a desktop tower, and then it had the dual burner. Um, and no, then it, this looked like a record player. It was a device all of it on its oh, own. Oh, really? Was it? So it had dual decks in front of you, just like a dual deck yes, tape okay. player. Yep. And you'd put the master one on the left. And you'd would, hit play, and then on the blank one, you'd hit record and wait till the song is over, and then hit stop on the. So you had to manually then. You just know, like you would yeah. do with tapes. Right. So it was making mixtapes with CDs instead of tapes. And then when you got all the songs recorded, then you'd hit uh, finish or whatever the fucking button was, and then it would finalize the whole CD in the deck, yeah, and then imagine? you could play it. Do you remember that? when I would spend to... hours. Yes. But once you made a mixtape, then you could just be like, record the whole fucking CD yeah. instead of doing song by song to make one master mixtape. 
Did and you, you ever, lost quality on? Did you ever? Did you um, uh, record DVDs? Like, did you ever have a DVD no. recorder? The only, <laughs> well, what was that? I'm going through puberty. <laughs> hey guys, I just found this. It's a hair. <laughs> it got correct. stuck in my penis pump. <laughs> um, what were, what were you saying? Oh, uh, the DVD, DVD burner. No, yeah. I never because then you needed a car DVD player. And I never had one of those. Well, I'm just saying, did you, like, uh, because, you Oh, know, for movies? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Pornos? Um, I did one time for a... I did a porno. I, re, I You made a Boner Jams 96 of <laughs> I, <laughs> scenes from pornos on a DVD? But it turns out then that... You know what? I did do that, except I did it with the clips I downloaded from, like, uh, LimeWire. Oh, okay. So I would make a DVD. Because so you, you can make, like, right. a menu. Yes, you and, could. And... Put all the scenes it on. It had your you, library that you yeah, could. Yeah, exactly. So when you put it in a DVD player, you could use your remote to go from scene to scene and just play the one scene. Did you ever, did you get Rick rolled a lot on LimeWire? Oh, yeah. I mean, you get. Mostly so ex- on songs, though. Mostly on Usually, well, because, like, I know, like. Because it was Rick rolled. You'd be like, oh, it's Eminem's new fucking. Let me download it, and you start playing it, and it's like never it start. Go- well, yeah. No, oh, yeah. it starts off with a beat, and then do, it's do, like do, never do. gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. Fuck you, Rick. And then yeah, if there was like a movie that was like coming out, you could like uh, preview it, whatever, and it would show like exactly what you want. But then all of a sudden you download it, and then yep. you'd be like, yeah, and you play it, and then it would start with the music video. Son of a bitch, yep. Rick rolled all the time. But you. We got good at it. We'd be like, "All right, this is the file size." You could size usually type. tell by the player to player where it was coming from. Like, yeah, the you user. had trusted right. users, but then you could tell by the size of the file too if it was going to be yeah. the actual movie or some bullshit. So, so back in the day, you know, instead of you know like somebody from India trying to call to get your social security, all they were doing is just trying to rickroll you. That's all they were doing <laughs> back then. They weren't trying to take your money. They just like, oh, we we rickrolled him good. Is that how they talk? I in have Africa? no idea. <laughs> it's Africa. He's a Nigerian prince <laughs> yeah. from Ireland. Send a four dollars now. <laughs> All right, you, wow. you sound like you should have been on the JG Wentworth commercial there. It's my money, money and I want it now. JG Wentworth. Oh shit! Should we just go right to our comedian of the week? We'll do cards after, okay. Okay, or do you want to do cards first? Well, since we're all laughed up, let's do Comedian of the Week. Who'd you pick? <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was going, like, John Mulaney was going to be one. I also thought of Rodney Dangerfield. John Mulaney's actually coming out with a special soon, so we should save him. Yeah, okay. So uh, anyway, I decided to go with Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, the fucking, he's he's got some barbs on his jokes. Uh, I'll tell you this Anthony right now, Je- he has no filter. <laughs> yeah, he had a couple of... Uh, uh, shows on Comedy Central, but then got pulled because everybody was offended. Uh, yeah, so he's a hard-hitting... Uh, but he comes out of nowhere with his punchlines, too, so he's one of my favorites. So, Anthony Jeselnik, ladies and gentlemen. I like to test myself. I like to test myself by joking about horrible things and nothing but. One of my favorite ways to test myself, I like to make jokes about tragedies the day that they happen the day they happen. I don't believe in too soon. I'm on a tight schedule. And I'm good at it. I'm good at it. Like the day of. The day of the Aurora, Colorado Batman movie theater shooting. The day it happened. 
I went online, I went on Twitter, and I tweeted, other than that, how was the movie? <laughs> right? Right? Nailed it. Nailed it. And the reason I get away with that, the reason I get away with stuff like that is I'm just the guy who does it. People are used to it from me. It'd be weird if I didn't make a joke the day of a tragedy. Which is why I was very surprised when I got in a lot of trouble the day of the Boston Marathon. Now, I don't follow the news regularly, but I know the second a tragedy happens, because I get 25 text messages saying, don't do it. And whenever I see that, whenever I see that, it makes me sad. It makes me sad because I know something horrible has happened. People will say, Anthony, what's funny about Aurora? What's funny about the Boston Marathon? What's funny about your grandmother's funeral? Nothing. Nothing is funny about those things. That's where I come in. <laughs> so I see these texts and I'm like, oh no, what happened? But I also think I've got a job to do. So I go online, I start reading about it. I don't want to watch the footage, but I'll read about what happened. And I think, how can I make someone laugh today? And then I think, I got it. I go back on Twitter, and I tweet, guys, today there are just some lines that should not be crossed. <laughs> Especially the finish line. And again, I think nailed it, USA, USA. But then my phone starts to ring, and it's my boss. Or should I say, my former boss. And they say, Anthony, this is unacceptable. You are not just a comedian today. You're also the host of your own TV show with your name in the title on our network. You take this joke down right now or you're fired. And I say, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and I meant it. I didn't get into comedy for the money or the fame. I know that sounds wrong, because I'm dripping with both. <laughs> I only got into this business so that no one could tell me what to do. And they said, sure. And they said, well, Anthony, you don't understand. You don't understand at all. If you don't take this joke down right now, if you don't delete this joke right now, not only are you fired, but the entire cast and crew of your television show, about 100 people, they're also out of a job. And I'm ashamed to tell you this. I'm embarrassed to admit it. But in that moment, I folded. And I deleted the joke. Because I'm happy to fight for what I believe in. I'm happy to take the consequences for what I've done. But what I could not do, what I cannot do, is walk up to my cameraman and say, hey, buddy, no work for you on Monday. I had this sweet tweet. <laughs> I 
Couldn't do it. But as soon as I hit the lead, I got mad. And I regretted it. I would fire every single one of those fucking assholes now, I'll tell you that right now. And I got mad for betraying myself and everything I believe in. I'm just as mad today as I was then. Just as mad. So mad, I had to have a meeting with the network where they called me in for a little lecture. And I'm like, Anthony, we're family. Why are you so upset? Can't you see we did you a favor? Don't you worry about your career? Let me ask you, San Francisco, do I seem like I worry about my career? No. Do you know why people who win the lottery always end up going bankrupt? Because if they worried about their money, they wouldn't have played the lottery in the first fucking place. I do not worry about my career. They said, well, Anthony, the problem is, is when you make a joke on Twitter the day of a tragedy, it seems like you're making fun of the victims. And that's wrong. But that's not what I'm doing. Because you see, the day of a tragedy, victims are not on Twitter. <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. The day of a tragedy, victims have got victim shit to do. No one has ever, no one has ever been putting on a tourniquet asking, hey, are we trending? No. This is who I'm making fun of when I make a joke on Twitter the day of a tragedy. The people who see something horrible happen in the world and they run to the internet and they run to their social media, their Facebook, their Twitter, whatever they got, and they all write down the exact same thing. My thoughts and prayers. My thoughts and prayers with the people in Aurora. My thoughts and prayers with the families in Boston. Do you know what that's worth? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Fucking less than nothing. Less than nothing. You are not giving any of your time, your money, or even your compassion. All you are doing, all you are doing is saying, don't forget about me today. Don't forget about me. Lots of crazy distractions in the news right now, but don't forget how sad I am. Those people are worthless and they deserve to be made fun of. They're like a wedding photographer who only takes selfies. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty tame compared to some of us. Yeah. I forget. He had what, one. Drop the baby. <laughs> no, he had one where I was reading a story about how a girl got run over uh, on her bike in a parking lot and because of that they put a speed bump in and i thought what sort of horrible memoriam for those parents every time they had to go over that speed bump like oh carol i remember you <laughs> i haven't seen him live yet i want to he 
I mean, if you think about it, exactly everything he did say is the fucking oh, truth. Yeah. Everybody wants to make something about themselves, so they got to post about it. I never do that. Like shit. if you look, yeah, if you look at a lot of people on Facebook, be like, hey, we need to change our profile picture to the French flag or Ukrainian flag after whatever. And it's like, really, you're doing a whole lot there. I'm just all they're doing is just for the likes. Yeah, and it's like, go fuck yourself. It's not about you. <laughs> I mean. Whatever happened to self-esteem? I mean, it's supposed to be you're supposed to. Well, why do you yourself, have to? Why you know? do you have to put all your emotions out there? Be like, yeah, be be sad, right? Uh, like the people who put out those vague, fucking texts and everything on their social media is like, oh, wish today was going better. Or, you know, they'll post be like, they're at the hospital or something, and just to get people worried about them, they're like, oh, I just had a blood test. <laughs> it's like you fucking asshole yeah don't forget about me all right let's move on to the cards the tops 2023 i got my pack open here we Good. got a pitcher from the angels patrick sandoval pitcher for the guardians shane bieber for the blue jays pitcher heavy pitchers on this one ken kevin gossman he's got a sweet mullet Another pitcher for the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. And another pitcher. What the fuck? Is this all pitchers? Bo Brisky for the Tigers. For the Tampa Bay Rays, an outfielder. I'll be goddamned. Manuel Margot. This looks like a unique card. Oh, it's just one of those. Future stars? No, it's a team sort of car. It's like a... What do they call that? Like when somebody wins, they take a picture of the whole team, and then they say... Oh, yeah. It says, not bad, Rook. Uh, Green continues to impress, and it's a picture of... uh, Who the fuck? The guy from the Tigers, the most famous dude, Miguel Cabrera? Oh, Miggy. Yeah. Yeah. It's Miguel Cabrera. Him or Jim Leland, because Jim Leland smoked in the dugout. (laughs) No, it's... um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, is it 5 o'clock? It is Your 5 damn o'clock. thing goes, it went off yesterday at 5 o'clock, too. Yeah, well. I had, I was wondering if you had to do a blood test or something. a reminder. A reminder for what? I don't know. <laughs> Your laundry? Yeah. <laughs> you, you reminded yourself I don't know. The, the rookie is green. <laughs> Fuck the guy. Okay. And Miguel Cabrera's on the card, too. Okay. All right. For the Cubs, Marcus Stroman. Guess what position he plays? Pitcher. Yep. All right. Albert Pujols. All right. DH, first base. That would be a Hall of Fame. Fell Famer. off. And what do we have here? Ooh, ooh. Wish it was a better player. Is this a jersey card? It, lo- it looks pretty thick. Yeah, it's got like the Texas Rangers emblem in it. Oh, really? Um, Corey Seager. Oh, Corey Seager. Okay, yep. He played for the Dodgers, too. Congratulations. You've received a commemorative team logo patch relic card. Is there only a certain amount? Oh, I mean, it's not numbered, but it's, yeah, it's the patch. I mean, to have the patch of the Texas, that's considered a really good one. Yeah. I mean, because. I mean, it's got to be worth five bucks. Probably. Corey oh. Seeger from the shortstop for the Texas Rangers. Yep. Oh, I, lo- I see the back of this card. I'm excited because it's from a pitcher slash designated hitter. Shohei Otani. It is Shohei Otani. It's a prism card. Stars the MLB. Yep. You are gonna hope. We're gonna have to hold on to that one. He's gonna be the most next 
after this Too year. Too bad it wasn't a fucking jersey car to hit. Oh, no shit. Could have afforded boxes for the rest but of the I year. Mean, <laughs> that right there, because I, you'll probably go on to a new team after this year anyway. His contract's up, and probably be the fucking Yankees. Yankees. Even though he said he doesn't want to play for New York, you know, money does talk. Well, then I'll play for the Mets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Third base, Jose Ramirez for the Guardians. Pitcher, Sonny Gray for the Twins. Johan Duran of the <laughs> so It, it sounds like you were talking from a didgeridoo. Yeah. And Max Kepler for the Twins as well. Three Twins on the last three cards. Oh. But two really, really good cards and one... Albert Pujols. Kind of like my fantasy. Three three twins. Get an auto and you'll beat me. All right. So here we go. First off, Clayton Kershaw. Hey, not a bad card. Pitcher. <laughs> What'd you know? Uh, Andrew Benatendi from the Yankees. All right. Christian Javier, another pitcher. Yes. Tommy Pham, outfielder for the Red Sox. Herman Marquez. All right. By the way, he's for the uh, the. Rockies. So. All right. Next one, we've got oh Tariq Skubal, of another pitcher of the Tigers. Michael Givens, pitcher of the Mets. <laughs> Gavin Sheets, outfielder. Oh, this one's actually pretty cool. An old school Tops. So this Tops would have been. Like a Tops Heritage one? Yeah. Uh, the old Tops 80. Is that 88 or? Well, it's not 87. It's a 35th anniversary one, so 35th from 23 would have been 88. Yep. So, yeah. Who is it? Uh, Garrett Cole yeah. of the Yankees. Well, I mean, still. I mean, Yeah, it's a decent card. If this one is a rookie, dude, that would be awesome. Stars of the MLB, Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Not bad. Uh, Gary Sanchez, catcher of the Twins. Another fucking Twins, Trevor Larnick of the Alfie. Uh, Trent Grisham, the old brewer, yeah. and then another fucking twin. Three, fu- three out of four were twins, Byron Buxton, so you have the better card. So. Woo! I'm up three to one. That auto fucking helped you big time. Well, the jersey card, yeah. Yeah. All righty, uh, not bad. All right. <laughs> Way to go. We only got like four, <laughs> four of the tops packs left, and then we got one regular pack of the prisms and a jumbo pack of the prisms. Yeah. And then we got like six or eight packs of Fleer 88 that are worthless. <laughs> Never know. No, that's one of the most worthless. That's why they were only a buck a pack, and I bought them all because there were 16 packs. Well, did they say anything about if Donruss uh, 80, what was it, Donruss 88? I don't care if they're shit cards. We'll still open Oh, them. I know. Where? I mean, think about it. I just, I think. Okay. I just like opening cards. Oh, I agree. Yes, so do I. But I figure, what, football starts next month? Yes. Preseason. So I figure we get maybe two more blaster boxes after these. Yeah. And then we go to football season. I wanted to get the Allen and Ginter. Maybe that I'll get those. Those it, are expensive. Uh, if you get the blaster box, they're not bad. It's about the same. Oh, really? Yeah. I've only seen their whole hobby boxes, and they're like $360. Yeah, I mean, or yeah, it's some, like some of 36 them are, packs. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess since we're at right before we get to uh, would, would you, you rather? Uh, would you rather? Yeah. Um, give me those facts that I wish I, I didn't, didn't know. know. All right. So here we go, BD. We're gonna give you the first one right here. In ancient tribes, a new king would do this with the remains of the previous king in order to take on his powers. Oh boy. Would it wear a ring made from his anus? <laughs> 
uh, bathe him, eat his penis, or sleep with his dead body to take over his powers. Huh. Once again, wear a ring made from his anus, bathe him, eat his penis, or sleep with his dead body. I'm going to say eat his dick. You are correct. Yep. Wow. All the power's in the dick. <laughs> it's the power of the D. <laughs> I always thought, you know, well, now it's the power of the V. Yep. Yeah, the V's got the power all the way. Even the trans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you swallow your partner's cum, just know it. No. Uh has only about seven calories, is loaded with vitamin C, is good for her, it's good for your hair and skin, sticks in your stomach as long as gum. The, uh, it's good for your hair and... It's good for your hair and skin? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it is. Has only about seven calories. Well, not mine. <laughs> Yo, okay. <laughs> Settle down there, Mastodyne over here. Fucking milkshake. Um... All right. That's all you got? <laughs> no. Last one right here. Okay. A diet heavy in red meat and dairy can cause this awful side effect. Oh, I'll know this one. Jaundice, terrible tasting semen, anal leakage, or fat deposits around the nipples. It's probably the uh, bad tasting semen. But what was the first one? Uh, jaundice. Jaundice. What the fuck's jaundice? Is that like with your mouth? Yeah. Something around your neck. Yeah. It's not that. It's probably the terrible tasting cum. Nope. Anal leakage. Well, I haven't experienced it yet, so I'm looking forward to it. Hey! <laughs> you never know and get really dive into it, my friend. Alrighty. Would you rather's? I got two decent ones. Okay. Would you rather have been in the studio while Eminem made the Marshall Mathers LP or be on the set of Eight Mile? Wow. Movie set or in studio? Music studio. That's probably what I would pick too, because you'd probably be getting high with Dr. Dre because he's producing it. And then the cameos with like Snoop and all those other dudes, that'd be way better than watching take after take yeah. on a movie studio set. I just saw that uh, Kevin Hart did a big uh, interview with Dre. And it was it just came out. Oh, right. And Dre, yeah, he was uh, talking about. <clears throat> well, he was like, you know, I mean, Kevin Hart asked him all the tough questions. You know, asked him about NWA. You know, Easy E and you know the beef. You know, the, yeah, Ice Cube was just on Rogan. I watched some of that. Right. Yeah, and so he, uh, Dre said that the one guy that he was floored by out of everybody that he's worked with was M. Yeah, well, he came out of nowhere and had a style that was unlike anybody else's when he first started. Mm -hmm. Now he's switched it up. He doesn't sound the same as his first two albums. Weirdest thing, I just saw whatever. So Ed Sheeran was in Detroit last night, I think it was. I was doing a concert, and all of a sudden he was in the middle of playing um, Lose Yourself on the guitar. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden Eminem came out and started singing. And then they did that one, and then they also did uh, the one that he did with Dido. Uh, Oh, um, Tears don't fall. Yeah, uh, it was something <laughs> like was, Stan songs, wasn't it? No, like Stan. It was. Uh, uh, tears don't come. I'm wondering why. Mm-hmm. 
Lit us on it on my window. And I can't say it all. Stan, it was called Stan. Huh. Yeah. Oh, because, because he was yeah, writing a letter to Eminem. Yeah, you're remember? right. Yep. Son of a bitch. He's like, I had, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I it was you. Yeah. Well, here's then a follow-up. Okay. Music-wise, would you rather live the rest of your life in an 80s hairband music video or a 90s rap music video? I already know this. 80s hairband. I probably would too. Tawny Katain back in the day <laughs> on the fucking White Snake car. I wanted just, I wanted to. Rest well, I her. was just going more of the big booty bitches ain't worth the gunshots no. for the '90s rap video. Yeah, but see, well, there was two different types there, of rap though. I mean, there was like, uh, like you had. I'm trying to think of. So, you had Digital Underground that was more. I mean, Poppy. obviously, I know that they were like with Tupac dance. and all that. Yeah, but it was more of a dance hip hop versus, like. When you got down well, to Well, I like said rap ice. video, not hip hop. Oh, so rap video. So we're talking Ice Cube. We're talking Natural Born Killers. We're talking. Oh, dude, I'll tell you that. 90s right now. rap music. When I, yeah, well, when I was listening, when Tupac I heard that. Tupac and Drake, California Love. Yeah. That wouldn't seem more of a dance rap, though. No. They just made it into that, just like uh, We Will Rock You, you know, before they started playing it at sports events. Oh my God! I go eighties. Oh, I would go eighties rock band. I, Even if I had to look at all, <laughs> well, I'd be unique because I would be the only dude not with big hair and fucking right. makeup on. So <laughs> I just got to bring this up. So remember how we were talking a couple weeks ago? Um, uh, lead singer of. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Can't even think of the band. He <laughs> is part of NWA. Uh Ice Cube, Dr. No, Dre. No, part of NWA Wrestling. Oh, what? And he's a singer? Yeah. Son EC3? of a bitch. I have no fucking... Oh, the guy who owns it from Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. Um, um, Billy Corgan. Corgan. So anyway, uh, remember how Billy Corgan we had on the show, or we, he was talking about AI yeah. uh, a couple of shows ago? Well, Joe Walsh, they just actually asked him at some, like, uh, <laughs> Joe Walsh, they were asking him, and Joe Walsh, most, he says, I will not listen to it. I do not respect it. And he goes, until AI can take a TV and throw it out the window, you know, because he's talking about back in his day with Eagles, they would trash the hotel rooms and yeah. shit. He says, until they do that, I will not listen to it. <laughs> oh, about AI-generated music? Yeah. <laughs> when he said that, he's like, until it'll take a TV and throw well, it out the window. Well, you're taking the art out of it completely. Right. Uh, the artist is what makes a song, and if you're all you're doing is being an editor of the internet and taking and picking other pieces of songs, and you like that song, maybe you don't really like music. <laughs> maybe you just like the beats and the hook that you can resing. It used to be where music actually maybe you aren't meant, actually listening to the lyrics. Yeah, like music actually meant something. It was something that well, was there were from stories the heart. being told, yeah. like Ice Cube, The Predator, and uh death warrant or death ticket god damn it what was the name of that fucking death certificate yes every song was a story about him growing up in the hood today was a good day yeah i mean just like trying to make you it can, all one you can, day you don't need a music video you no. can see it in your head yep how he's describing through lyrics yeah that they're well, that's one reason Zach Bryan was probably the most downloaded fucking artist last year because he tells stories in his songs and they're fucking good. Like, when's probably, I mean, other what, uh, before him, 
when was the last time you actually heard a song that actually like the lyrics actually were a storytelling kind of before Zach Bryan, I mean Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson were started it. Um but other genres of music. Probably uh well like Prof has a couple, but he's been making club bangers lately. I don't know why. Yeah. But Prof had some really good ones. Well, even off his last album before this previous one he just released, there were a couple songs on there where you're like, God damn, Tech Nine is really good at telling a story in a song. What if it Completely was me? Was probably I. What if it was me? I from Tech Nine, I still think is one of the great. Lyrics. Oh yeah, that. But I mean, there's other ones that he tells yeah. about his. Trying to remember the name of the song now. Fuck. But he, the like, if you go and look at the music video, it's him, different personas and different stages of his life, you know. And he raps about it like it, it's fucking great. So he's really good at storytelling. He's always been around. It's just he's independent, but he's probably bigger now than he's ever been because of streaming. So oh, there were so many people that wanted to sign him, and he wouldn't. He no, wouldn't go he with was it. like, "Fuck you! I'll put it in the work and." Produce the albums myself and sell the tours myself. I am giving you my money. Hobson is even like that. Oh, Hobson's a great storyteller in yes. his fucking songs too. But so. that, that's what it seems like. It seems like the storytelling, uh, like lyric wise, is mostly done through the rap, hip hop, uh, and country music. Nothing on the radio. Well, is, country music now. I mean, now it's not. I mean, not pop country. I'm talking independent. Right. Like yeah. I've been talking. Yeah, independent. Yeah. Charlie Crockett and fucking. I mean, we don't need to hear about baby. I'm drunk and I don't want to go home. Yes. Oh yeah. Those, I mean, you don't need a lyric to know. You that. know who started that bullshit was that goddamn Red Solo Cup dude. Fucking Toby Keith. Oh fuck Toby Keith. Yeah. In his asshole. That. Oh god, I can't listen to any of his songs. They're so horseshit, manufactured. He didn't write them himself. Before that, Toby that's Keith the, was that's good. That's the Nashville row yeah. bullshit I'm talking Before about. Before that song, he was. I I did like Toby Keith. I mean, just because of that, I'm like, I'm never listening to this dude again. Fucking the worst. And he got rich off it because Nashville Row is pop music. Does he even still have his bars? I thought maybe they got shut down. Well, they probably were like, oh, yeah, I remember that from 2010, wherever, whenever the fuck it was. All I know is every time that song came on, I fucking turned it off. I wouldn't even play it when I was DJing. No, it's the worst. <sighs> All righty. Things that piss us off. That's enough for today I yeah think. <laughs> i think so i think we've done a good enough job we want to thank all of you guys yeah we'll be a friend out. tell a friend we'll do something special for 715 day next yeah. year and we'll well we'll still give away you know yeah, what this christmas we'll give us something away and ah, fuck it i'll get a four pack of bubblers and uh put some we'll scratch get some more lighters and then, yeah well i got that we'll, extra lighter too well, maybe we should just get fucking can koozies yeah we'll do that too do all sorts of shit ladies and gentlemen yeah because of you. And then we'll let you know when we're going to Krabby's. Yep. And then next week, I'm hoping that next week, then uh, thanks to Jody, uh, that we will be trying the Milwaukee Brewsicle. Oh, yeah. And uh, my sister then is also getting us a spicy dill pickle from Distill Brewery. Sweet. So. I can't fucking wait. So. And my parents brought back some Locals Light from their Michigan trip. Ah! So got? We got plenty of beers for the next couple shows. Hmm. Maybe. So until next time, everybody, we love you. Bye.
Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders?